Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Borough Market Podcast, where we stroll around London's oldest food market each week to chat to the traders and producers to find the stories behind the stories. This week, we're at Ellie's Dairy, which has seen sales of raw goat milk rocketing and put Billy Goat back on the menu in British food. Joe Ralph, the dairy's borough market manager, told me how it all started with a bet. Debbie and David, who have been together for countless, I think, 17, 18 years, and he used to do MG racing driving. Um, so he used to go all around Europe. And the story that they told me uh, on, oh, on David's account of a very drunk night... <laughs> <laughs> Um, that he would agree if he won the European Championship, he would buy her a goat. Debbie has always wanted goats ever since she was um, three years old. and uh, uh, So she, she's always wanted them. Um, and he actually won the championship three times. So Ellie was obviously the first one that, that was bought for her. But then as he won the, the other two championships, two more were bought for her. Um, so that was where the, the initial um, goats started. David's parents um, already had a farm, uh, Broomhill Farm, which is in Kent. Um, so they were originally cow dairy, that's what, that's what his father used to do, um, and then decided that maybe it was the time for a change and, and to change things up, so they went and decided to go into the goats. So the goats changed Debbie's life and therefore David's? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, as, as David quite often puts to me, he wished he never had alcohol on that night that he agreed to buy. <laughs> Debbie and David had no idea how big their business would become back then. Joe explains that, as with so many stories, life turned upside down when they had the kids. To produce the milk from the goats, you, you, you have to put them into kid. Um, and that was originally done, and they used to milk them by hand when they first started. Um, as the herd grew slightly, they went to a mobile milk pump, so something on wheels that just hooks up to electricity, and you can just do a couple of animals at a time. Um, and then we introduced a milking parlour, so we got to um, having about 100 goats, and it was time to... to because it was taking so long to put a, a milking parlour in. Um, so we have a, a parlour that takes 12 animals in at a time. Um, I mean, this is quite key for Debbie and David because it's a chance for them to actually check over each of the animals twice a day and make sure that they're all fine. Um, as milk starts to go up, which it will do now with kidding going in, um, uh, milking will probably take two or three hours at, it, at its longest because they've got so much milk to give. Um, but obviously when it's at our lowest point and the goats dry up naturally um, after about nine or ten months, then um, it's a much shorter process. Um, but also what comes with that is we have less milk to sell and less cheese to make. So it's, it's a fine line. Unfortunately, um, and we always say this at Christmas, that's when milk starts to really drop off. Um, we'd love Christmas to be in June when we're at our, <laughs> <laughs> our highest point of producing milk. Now, you're selling a lot of goat's milk. It's a very successful business, let's, let's be very clear about that. But how did that kind of come into the public consciousness? 
It's certainly changed a lot in the last five years. Um, it's really become aware from from advertising and, and public awareness. Um, but there, there's a lot of health benefits, especially the fact that we do, we're doing the raw milk. We're not just doing um, uh, goat's milk that's pasteurised like a supermarket. Um, so you've got it's naturally lower in fat than cow's milk. So there's there's one benefit. But you've also got all the good bacteria and probiotics in the milk, um, which are very good for for the gut. And, and keeps and the gut guessing, doesn't it? <laughs> indeed, kind of, indeed. Yeah, and and stirs stirs up the natural action yes. of the gut, and that's yes. the point, isn't it? For, so for lactose intolerant people, mm. they're the ones who probably find goat milk in the first place. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so certainly. I mean, it's probably my biggest question that we're asked here. So there's this misconception that some people think that the milk doesn't contain lactose. It's still a dairy product, um, but it's all to do with how quickly your body can digest the lactose in the milk. Um, and because your body can digest the lactose in goat's milk far quicker than cow's milk, so your body doesn't develop the reaction to it. That can be said for any raw milk because even with uh, cow, raw cow's milk, your body will break it down because you've got that natural good bacteria left in there to help the gut break down the lactose in it. Um, whereas with a pasteurised product, you're looking at um, all the bacteria being killed in the milk, so your body has to work much harder to break down. Why would people choose goat milk over cow's milk then? Or if you've got two raw products yes. side by side, why would you choose goat's milk? Uh, some people that are completely uh, lactose intolerant to cow's milk, um, so there is one, one margin of people that we get there. But also flavour, the flavour is different. People have this misconception that the goat's milk is going to taste goaty. It's always the, the, the term that comes from it. Um, but because we don't damage the milk through the heat uh, process that pasteurisation causes, um, it actually tastes like a very fresh cow's milk. I think I need to try some try right some. now, Bear actually. <laughs> it's lovely packaging, by the way. It's very clean and fresh. Very fresh, yes. white. Yeah. There we are. See what you think. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, it, it does taste a little goaty, I have to you say. You have a slight bit afterwards, but yes. I love goaty, mm. but I can taste the goatiness in it, but you're absolutely right. It tastes like very... It tastes like that old-style milk. Yes. I mean, that will have been done first thing this morning. Um, so basically, and as I was saying, with because milk is low at this point and time of year, um, I find myself bottling most mornings because that's the only time that there's any milk left in the tank. I make it so it's as fresh as possible, so that's what people can have. So that's the milk. Now, we know goat's cheese. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So the cheese, we do... We actually make... There's a question. One, two, three, four, five of our own cheeses. Um, they are all pasteurised, but we do something that's called batch pasteurisation rather than um, what would be known as flash pasteurisation. So our cheese is pasteurised to 63 degrees but held for 30 minutes. It's a much more slower, gentle process that doesn't damage the milk as much. Um, flash pasteurisation will be pushed through um, a heated process that will heat it up very, very quickly and then cool down straight away as and well. And that's for the sort of the, the mass production? The, the commercial side of things, yeah. It's the easiest way to do it and they can bring it straight down to temperature to what they want. Whereas with the batch pasteurisation, I'm heating very slowly. That also means I have to cool down very slowly as well. Um, it's nothing complicated. Basically, the vat where we store the milk um, when we're heating it literally has a hose pipe attached to it so that the cold water cools it down on a much more gentle scale and um, that also helps with the fact that we don't get that uh, such a strong goaty flavor from it um, it's never been proven but there is this thinking that with heavy handling of the milk um, with pushing it through at an extreme high pressure that changes the enzymes of the milk and gives it that goaty flavor to it 
Um, so we try and be as gentle as, as, as possible. Even when we're moulding um, the cheese, so we, we just have small cup-sized moulds, um, you have to be as gentle with the curd as possible um, so that you don't damage the, the, the enzymes in the milk too much to give it that, that too overpowering flavour. I mean, it is one of the oldest sort of nursery rhymes, isn't it? We kind of the curtain way, and we, we yes. know about dairy farming, but actually it's one of those things that we don't see behind the doors very much. Yes, and often a lot of people have started off from it from having too much milk and not knowing what to do to it. Um, so it was, and it, it was a way of preserving, of course, as well. Mm. Um, I mean, one of my cheeses I can make in, in, in a day. It's ready to sell in three days, but it actually has a shelf life of six weeks on it. So... And certainly when milk goes back up for me, it will be my prime time to make a, a, a harder cheese that I can store for a couple of three months, but also it means we don't ever waste any milk. Yeah, and, and what you do at Borough Market, I understand that Gourmet Goat comes to get the way to make halloumi. Yes, they make their, their own style of, of, of cheese, with it, like a halloumi. Um, it's one that's nice for them to make at home. Um, and of course it then links the, the connection between the two of us together yeah. um, they also have um, our curd cheese off of us which is almost like a very fresh cream cheese it's lovely smooth um, but a very light flavour to it it goes well in their salads yes. um, and they were, they were a big thing for us when we came here because we were supplying them with, with, with goat's meat um, three or four years ago now um, and you know they, they encouraged us to come here and, and, and supply our products. Yeah, and that is one of the lovely things about Borough Market, isn't it? It, it does feel like a family. Yes, indeed, certainly. Um, everyone helps out as much as they can. Um, I mean, Hook and Son, who do the raw cow's milk, they were another big motivation for us. We recently moved our position in Borough Market. We're now back-to-back with, with Hook and Son, yeah. um, which is ideal because we were quite a distance apart before, but... Um, I was getting asked for cow's milk, he was getting asked for goat's milk, so it's quite nice that we can point each other in in each other's directions. Very nice. You've got the meat as well, really importantly. Now this is, goat's meat is obviously used massively in Africa, um, but it's not very used here. No, the awareness is certainly increasing, um, and we've been doing the the meat for for some time now. Um, Obviously it's all our our billy kids. um, Billy's meaning the boys. Billy's meaning the boys. Um, who don't normally make it to the table? Who don't normally make it anywhere? In all, <laughs> certainly. They, it, well, let's let's break that down. They are killed, aren't they? Are, they are killed as, as as soon as they're born. There is no pur- purpose for them unless they're lucky enough to be used for for stud purposes um, for a commercial herd, which is an enormous amount of waste. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I mean, if you look at us, uh, we have roughly 200 kids a year it's a 50 50 split so if we couldn't find a use for them then there's a hundred um billy kid goats um that that would be wasted from a commercial point of view it's it's too much hassle for them they don't want to put the effort in with them basically their their sole focus would be for milk production um and whereas the boys obviously don't produce their own milk but for us it's about the welfare of the animals it's about I, we we never hide that they have short happy lives. Um, we were probably looking five or six months when I start to send send them off um, only two at a time. But the lovely thing about us is our, our butcher is only a mile down the road, um, so we literally it's no stress for them at all. We only ever take two or three at the most, so that they they have no idea what's going on. Um, and our butcher is wonderful as well. Um, he shares our same principles and values in the welfare of the animals. Um, so it's all about them not knowing what's happening but the welfare of the animals so that, that, of course if, if the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Meat is stressed before it is killed, it makes a different taste to the meat. Because the adrenaline shoots through the veins. Indeed, yes, and can toughen the meat, uh, contain the meat, give it a horrible a horrible flavour. Um, so, yeah, no, to have a butcher on side with us that is, is just as good and, and accepts our principles and values um, certainly makes for the, for the meat being as good as it could be. I asked him why it's taken so long to change our minds about eating goat. Something that's never really taken off in this country until the last couple of years, and I mean gourmet goat are the ones that, that will tell you how much it's taken off, um, with the amount of awards, awards that they've won, um, the amount of meat that we now sell up here, is, and, and around London markets as well. Absolutely, um, and Nadia has explained that really well on the podcast. Yeah, indeed, the, 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 the demand for it, and not just uh, kid goat, but veal as well. Yes. Veal is another yeah. one that has really... Um, People are now starting to want to know where the food's coming from, uh, the welfare of the food that they're eating. Um, so long may people's perceptions and, um, increase um, and awareness increase as well Absolutely. because it's what we need. And then hopefully maybe the, the bigger industries will start to see that there is a market for this um, instead of wasting um, what is a perfectly good product at the end of it. If the, the big companies do get involved in this, is it not going to take away the very essence, the unique selling point of what you have, which is small-scale farming, great animal husbandry? I suppose they've all got little characters and names, haven't they? Yeah, the one rule, we don't name the boys. Don't become a... Ta- you know, it's, it's hard. All the girls have a name. We can name all of the girls, not a problem. Um, but when it comes to the boys, it's certainly... Um, try not to get too emotionally attached because at the end of the day, six months down the line... Um, Occasionally, Debbie has made a slip up and named one, and there are a couple of larger boys, shall we say, that have been uh, lost in the herd, <laughs> so that they don't Wearing get a pink found. Tutu. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, coming back to from the commercial side of it, um, our focus is welfare of animals, not doing waste. I mean, what a waste of a, of a, a, a wonderful product that they can make out of it, uh, and people's awareness. I mean, if the larger commercials start getting involved with this, more and more people will become aware. Of, of how good it can be and that can only drive not only smaller businesses like ourselves but also for them um, things in the right direction for us but can you do it if it had to be upscaled yes we could we could um, 
would you want to? I mean, money aside, mm, would money. you want to? I'm t- talking about the actual day-to-day business, the, the, the small-scale borough marketness. Yes. And the Debbie and David literally farming yeah. the land. Yeah, th- this is the thing. I mean, with the boys, certainly not a problem because they look after themselves. Yes, we go up and feed them, um, but they're allowed to do what they want. They they play around with each other. They have a nice, happy life. Um, with the girls, slightly different story. And when it comes to having the land to support them, uh, when it comes to having the barns, that's the thing at, at night. I mean, they all come in to sleep at night and, and people don't realise how much room that these animals actually need. That's where it becomes slightly different. Um, so from a milk point of view, um, we are at the moment at, at the most that we could be without extending out um, to, to for bigger barn premises, basically. Now, that's down to Debbie and David if they want to go further. I mean, I think they're quite happy doing what they're doing. Um, and there's, we've just got a small team of people that work with us. Um, if you go bigger, do you then start getting lost up and caught up in, in, in things? And that's when maybe principles, morals and values start to, to slip slightly. Yes, um, I, but, but then again, perhaps, perhaps the better way is to open the industry up to more people who are rearing goats in exactly the same way as you are and then there's more good goat out in the market but more awareness of good animal husbandry yes yeah animal yeah indeed and as i as we always say the 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 welfare of the animals will always be the most important thing um and we want people to have that awareness of of what we do what's your favorite recipe with the billy goat my my favorite recipe as much as i love roasting a joint like a lamb um i actually love it in a casserole um, people think that it's all just for curry, curry go, which is a massive thing, and, and we certainly sell a lot of it for curry go. But certainly, I like it in a casserole, just with root vegetables. Um, leave it in the slow cooker for however many hours you want. There is this uh, misconception that it has to be cooked for ages, but of course, this is kid meat. This isn't old. It's not like mutton. It's not like an old old go. Um, so I mean, a couple of hours in in a slow cooker um, is ideal for it and just let the, the gravy thicken with it um, and quite often I will do that before I go to work and eat it when I come home from work <laughs> bit of wine, bit of red wine Red, of course, red wine um, and like I say, good root vegetables so your celery, um, I love swede in it as well just so the swede turns and just starts to mash as, as, you, as you're cutting into it and of course potatoes, carrots, that sort of thing um, but it's actually quite a nice easy thing to do people think that there's so much cooking and everything involved with it and, and there's really not. But then on an opposite scale, you can. it makes a wonderful Sunday lunch. Uh, certainly when we have people, my partner and I have people around, we will cook a nice um, leg, of, leg of goat, um, wrap it in foil, put it on a bed of vegetables, allow it to cook for two, two and a half hours, um, and then just unwrap it for the last half an hour just so it gets a nice crisp edge. Um, and it doesn't have that real strong flavour like lamb's got. People expect it to have a real strong, but because it's not... Um, very old you're only talking six seven months old it's got a much lighter um, and it's a very lean meat there's there's not a lot of fat on it going back to where we started you know the the health value of goat meat i wonder if we're so much more health conscious now whether that will increase people's understanding of why to eat it um of course um there should always be fat in people's diet but this this meat does have fat on it it's still an animal but it's a far leaner um meat it's very rich. It's actually the um, lowest saturated fat meat, uh, red meat that you can get. Um, so, and certainly with with people's perceptions on food changing, 
um, the increase for it is, is, is rising like there's, like there's no tomorrow. Well, I'm going to take one home with me today and I'm going to pop over to turnips and get some little root vegetables <laughs> root well. vegetables to go with it. It'll be ideal. <laughs> and the overwhelming message from Ellie's Dairy is that it's all about the love of the goat. We have a lot of um, Toggenbergs. So they're the, the ones with, well, the way I describe them, ones with sticky up ears and one with... Uh, uh, baggy ears <laughs> so the baggy ears are, are Anglo-Nubians um, and we introduced a, a stub boy uh, a couple of years ago now um, who was named Hugo um, we bought him from, a, from another goat farmer because we wanted to start to introduce different lines um, lovely lovely characters um, they're very affectionate animals um, and very social as well you certainly couldn't keep if you were to keep a goat on its own it, it wouldn't be a happy animal at all um, and actually when you look at them in the eyes they they look like they're thinking something. They're sussing you out as much as you're sussing them out. Um, you can tell that they're they're thinking. They're wondering what to do, what they can get up to next. You know, <laughs> they are absolute escape artists. There's there's no behind hiding that, and certainly kidding. Of course, we're we're set up with with the railings for, for the big animals, but obviously when we make the pens for when they're kidding. The babies are so small, they slip out underneath. We're, we're searching the farm every night and morning to see if anyone's got out. Um, I know Debbie has some sleep. She has a caravan um, next to the barn, where, so she's on call basically 24-7. Um, and has been known for a goat to end up sleeping under the caravan. <laughs> so we have to keep our eyes open at this time of year. Um, and uh, that's how we can name them, because some of them look so similar, but we can tell from their character. I mean, we'll have, we'll have goats as soon as... Um, certainly my favourite um, as soon as I walk in the barn and she'll hear me talking to Debbie her name's Vivian the goat um, she'll come over and, and come for a stroke now none of the other goats will come up and do that to me now, whether that's because I've spoiled her with um, apples and bananas probably <laughs> rather than the sound of my voice um, and Debbie's the same she'll have ones that approach her um, that come up to her so they, they make this distinguish between the two, uh, two different people um, has she, has she still got the, the original goats? There is one, Betty. Betty is now nearly 13, I think. Um, but unfortunately, Ellie passed away a few years ago, who was, who was the original. But, I mean, that's another thing for us. Um, we like to keep the, the old girls, even when they've stopped milking, um, because they will teach the youngsters what to do. Especially this time of year, we're kidding. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe we're not, we're not there for 10 minutes and the goats um, had her kids... Um, we rely on the, old, the older goats to teach them how to do things. Um, and the goatlings, which are the two-year-old goats that we first put into kid this year, we won't kid in the first year, we always leave it two years, um, that's invaluable because what they teach them to do with cleaning their babies and, and encourage them onto the teats when they're first born, um, we, we, we're not as good as what the girls can teach them how to do it. Um, so, no, without them... Um, and then that's how we separate characters I mean we have goats that are present at every birth if they can be <laughs> they have almost this maternal instinct that, that, that they need to be they're like a midwife basically um, they make sure they're there and they look after them Sweat. thanks for listening to the Borough Market Podcast we'll be back in a couple of weeks for the first in a more occasional series of Borough Talks check the Borough Market website for details on how you can get tickets
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.